This is Carla. Before you hear today's podcast, I wanted to let you know of my intention to release the Commons with Carla podcast every other Tuesday. Regular listeners know how much I value family and living with purpose and intention. So for the foreseeable future, this pace feels right for me and my family. Although we are winding down a bit in the quantity of episodes, you can still expect us to release quality conversations. I love stories especially those of everyday women being honest about their pivotal moments and their purpose in the world. My desire to bring those stories to everyday women listening as an inspiration and as an invitation to share their own stories and grow deeper connections, that isn't wavering. I hope you will support this change and listen and continue to share the Commons with Carla podcast with other women who need encouragement. I also hope that if you feel led to wind down in any area of your own life or work, you will give yourself permission to do what feels right for you and your family. The Commons is a place for inspiration, learning, and connection. That isn't changing. Remember, we have so much in common, and hearing women's voices reminds us of what matters to us, to our families, and to our communities. Thanks for listening. Now on to the episode. and exhausted from living a life of aimlessly going through the motions? When we are living this way, it's easy to feel that our lives lack meaning, but that sentiment couldn't be further from the truth. Dear friend, so much of what you're hoping for is already right in front of you. You just might need some inspiration from the stories and conversations of everyday women who are unique and also share things in common with you. Welcome to the Commons with Carla. Join us as we learn, grow, and connect week after week to create lives and homes where our moments and relationships are overflowing with purpose and intention. You guys, this is a bonus episode we're throwing out to you. It's the week between Christmas and New Year's. If you are like me, you are carving out some time to reflect on 2022 and consider your plans for 2023. Is it common for people to do that? I think it is based on conversations I have with other women, but for each person that can look different. For some of you, that will mean setting goals, for one or more areas of your life. For others, you will keep marching on, taking one day at a time and creating zero goals or plans. For others, you will choose a focus or mantra for the year. I am solidly in the third group and choose a focus word each year. In the event you want to do the same, I wanted to share a little about my focus word process with you. I am Carla Osorno, and this is The Commons with Carla, episode 94. Years ago, a mentor of mine brought a new concept to my attention, focus words. A focus word is a single word that you choose, then use throughout the year to inspire thought, reflection, action, and celebration. A focus word replaces a New Year's resolution if those don't work for you. And when it's done correctly, it addresses all the negatives of New Year's resolutions and gives all the benefits of those resolutions. Before we get to know how to create or establish your own focus word, let's talk about what it is and what it is not. A focus word is to inspire you. The word will likely have multiple meanings and definitions. Not all of the meanings need to apply to you for the word to inspire. When you hear or see the word, its meaning and the thoughts it inspires in you is a great starting point. The word will continue to evolve and evoke different ideas over time. Your word will inspire curiosity, inviting you to consider all the areas of your life 
and how that word applies to you, to your decisions, and to your actions. It is a word that becomes your partner in growth, intentional and natural organic transformation. Your word is a friendly invitation to engage and focus on areas of your life that are important to you and that ultimately serve the world. The word is in the background, and when you periodically check in with your word, you can be encouraged that you have automatically been taking steps that evidence your chosen word. Your word is for you. I like the word because it evolves, and that is in contrast to a New Year's resolution or to goals, which are pretty concrete, especially if you follow the philosophy of SMART goals. So the word is just more flexible, and it has that opportunity to just grow with you. So here's what a focus word is not. It's not to make you feel guilty or burdened or insignificant. Your word is not to beat you over the head throughout the year, making you feel like you need to do more or be more or do different or be different. It is not to make you, quote, unquote, better. The science is in. We grow and transform more when we engage in positive and encouraging dialogue with ourselves and with others. Your word is not a to-do list. It's not a resolution of certain habits or behaviors. It is not a weapon. Your word is not against you. Now, some of the things that I just said about what it is not can be positive, right? Habits are good. We want to be better. We want to be growing and improving But this word is meant to encourage us and help us to grow in a positive, inspiring way instead of a hit you over the head way. So you can choose your word in a myriad of ways. People tell me often that the word just comes to them. Once it's in their mind, they start to see it everywhere. Other people look in a dictionary or in the Bible for their word. Some people ask a friend what they think. You can pull out a piece of paper and a pen and just start listing all the words that come into your mind a brain dump, if you will. From that list that you make with pen and paper, your word may jump out at you, or you may choose to look up synonyms for one of the words on your list. This has happened to me a few times where I've found a word that I thought was the word, but it just didn't feel exactly right. And then when I looked up the synonyms, I found the exact right word. I recommend looking in the dictionary as well for the meaning of your word. Having all that information You can then assess if the word is right for you. Many years I have thought that I had that one word, but after looking in the dictionary or the Bible, I changed my mind. Or again, like I said, finding those synonyms, I've chosen another word that was more specific and applicable. Often I see people choose their word based on an area that they want to grow. I usually discourage them from that course of action. If someone says to me, I need to be more disciplined, so I'm choosing the word discipline, I coach them to keep exploring and keep asking questions. Why do you want to be more disciplined? The answer to that question will lead you to your focus word. Your focus word will help you to grow in discipline because the word is engaging and makes you curious. If that word, like choosing discipline, promotes even one speck of guilt, then that probably isn't your word. I always start thinking about my word in December so that I can hit the ground running in January with intention and purpose. So if it's if you're listening to this in December, then this might be the time for you to reflect on what your word for next year might be. If you're not listening to this until January or February, or even later, that's okay. You can still choose a word for this current year. So now that you've chosen your word for 2023 or whatever year, what do you do? What do you, now what? Well, I want you to consider sharing your word. That's what you do next. You start to share your word. You tell your family, you tell your friends, then tell them why you chose the word. Tell them what it means to you right now and what you might be anticipating. 
Have genuine conversations with others, sharing your word and the story behind choosing it. And ask them about their word. Or if they've never heard of this concept, introduce the concept to them. Some of my favorite conversations in the new year are about focus words. Listening to others get excited about the future and their plans is life-giving. Next, live with your word day by day. You may not think about it or take action every day of the year, and that's totally okay. Remember, this is not a to-do list. It is a word to inspire. You can be curious about your word and the ways it will show up in your life. Look for it in books you read or on shows you watch. Listen for it in conversations. I like to discover my focus word as I move about my life. It always makes me smile. For that reason, I write it out and leave it in places to surprise me and catch my attention. Believe me, it shows up on its own plenty too. But you can write it on your mirror or make note cards and put them in your car, in your purse, and around your home. It won't be long before that word is top of mind. But at first, it can be easy to get busy and forget about your focus word altogether. Some people choose to write out objectives around the word. I don't do that. I allow the word to be an encouragement and a point of reflection throughout the year. Writing out objectives is just too much like New Year's resolutions, which don't work for me. So how do you choose your focus word? I don't know about you, but I love to turn the page in a calendar, to open a new book, to start with a clean slate, and to see new opportunities and mercies that mornings bring. So around December, I start looking forward to the new beginnings that will come in January. When I start to feel that anticipation, I begin to consider and be curious about the next year's focus and focus word. Here are the four general steps I use and recommend you use when you're choosing a focus word. The first is observe. Next is pray, then research and choose. So first is observe. Observe your surroundings with a focus on your current desires, interests, and dreams. Look around. Listen to people. See what bubbles up for you. Notice words that appear often or create a visceral reaction in your body. Jot down the words that mean something to you. Cross off any words you lose interest in, and you'll end up with a short list. I'd say two to five options. Then with that short list, you can pray continually. And hopefully you've been praying as you've even been looking for these words. But you'll pray about the process, your observations, and the specific words that make your short list. You can also research those words that survive through your observations and prayer. Look at dictionary definitions to confirm the meaning of the word is in alignment with your focus. Review synonyms to affirm your word or to choose an alternate with the same meaning. Use a concordance or search your words in the Bible to see if there are verses that inspire you. Research your short list of words that you determined with observations and prayer for alignment with your values. And then finally, choose your focus word. Allow yourself to live with the word you choose for a few days or weeks. Then lock down that choice and begin sharing. I hope this bonus episode has been inspiring to you and that you choose your focus word and that you will be encouraged throughout 2023 because of your choice. We will be back next week with a conversation with a guest. Thank you for listening to the Commons with Carla. In each of these conversations, I hope you find inspiration and I hope that you notice more of what you have in common with the women around you as you ask questions, get to know their story, and then share your own. Your story matters. Thank you to Bethany and Whitney at Atkins Media Co. for their work on the show and to Donald Zimmerman for our theme music. That's it for this episode. In the words of Thomas Merton, love is our true destiny. 
We do not find the meaning of life by ourselves alone. We find it with another. Have a great week and a great 2023, everyone.